Blog Talk Radio. And good uh, morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you're at in the world today, <clears throat> and possibly any time that you are able to hear this. But if you're hearing this before April 30th, 2021, sign up for the CorellianLustration.com at CorellianLustration.com. Um, and our dedication, we're going virt- all virtual this year. Well, that's not exactly true. We have lots of little interesting factors that are going to play. So it's going to be broadcast, virtual, and a little bit physical this time. So come and join us at CorellianLustration.com. And if you're re- hearing this after April 30th, come to CorellianLustration.com and discover the entire world of the Corellian Lustration that has worked on so hard. And uh, all the classes and everything else there. Um, this Corellian Illustration will be $25 for events, but the Corellian Illustration, the ritual itself, is always free and will be broadcast on Sunday morning live from multiple countries and multiple spaces. So it's truly, truly, truly CorellianIllustration.com. Check it out. So today we're going to talk about spells. Me and the other elders are going to talk about spells. And I, this is going to dig less into my tradition and more into my personal experiences. Uh, I love spells. I have casted my first spell when I was like maybe eight or nine, but I can remember. I think it's eight. I'm almost positive it was eight for the reasons. Um, and uh, my grandfather taught it to me. It was to grow, grow, grow. Make these plants grow. Love, give them love, give them light. Let them grow, grow, grow. And he said, if you said that to your tomato plants and your plants every day, he said they would grow. You know, you had to tell them that you loved them. And I grew so many tomatoes, and I grew so much in my grandfather's garden. But even after he passed, I kept it on growing a very long time. But grow, grow, grow. Love and light. Grow, grow, grow. You know. And the idea of it was very simple. You're encouraging the change in your heart and in the will of the universe to have something grow, to become better. And in this case, it was fruits and vegetables and roses, old English roses uh, that my grandmother had. And uh, other types of roses, too, because old English are very small pink roses. And, oh, it's also dangerously thorny, tiny little thorns, thousands of them almost untouchable, and you had to prune them and clean them all. Oh, my gosh. I learned so much about life by taking care of uh, old English roses. But throughout my life, I would use incantations, and I would be taught of it from very two different very angles. Incantations is the collection of your energy and seeking to be created in a way that your will creates it into the universe. And today, some people will say, well, that's the observer theory, that's quantum theory. But this wasn't the way... I learned it. This was the idea of it. And uh, one of the best places I learned incantations and rhymes, um, the first really influential thing is bewitched. You know, they had two different types of magic. They had instant will magic, you know, move your nose, like telekinesis and other things. But to get into the bigger spells, they had to say small rhymes and incantations. For me, the one that I stick out for me is that Later, you would see these incantations in other spaces. Um, but for me, it was bewitched, and I, I just enjoyed that so much. And then I had a chance of it. Uh, rhyming spells, it was a place called Dungeon Master. 
and uh, led by the, what would become soon a famous actor by the name of Bruce Young. But in his youth, he ran a play where he would take people out of the audience, they would write up their characters, and it would be a live stage play. And all you had to do to get a spell across is not to be hit, not to do all the normal things in D&D, which proves how hard, how liberal we are with our, our, our people in uh, D&D. And, um, and complete it in a rhyme. harder than you think but this idea of it and then when i was in uh anthony robbins he does incantations he says can make that incantation to breed what you want to create that willful action so for me when i started radio says in this hour in this hour i shall speak power i shall speak true i shall speak truth i I shall speak unto you um that was a little long so i broke it down oftentimes in the hour of power speak well and true. And bridge sound finally to speak true. So I have all these different ways, and it finally breaks down to the incantation. Now, after years and years of practice, to speak true. But it's been many longer incantations that I've repeated over and over and over again. And it took me a very long time just to get it down and know what, what I mean when I say speak true. And now for me to do it, I'd have to un- un- unwind it in so many different ways. That's that's the fun part of it, to get you to understand what I mean by it. So I concentrate that incantation for me to speak true. <clears throat> and that means clear my voice, be able to speak well, you know, make sure you know what you're talking about your subjects. There's thousands of hours worth of work that have gone into that word, speak true. Other incantations can be very quick. Uh, I've done very quick ones as, uh, uh, out in this thing. I've done... You know, fairy stuff. I've called on to like the fairies, and I've I've really enjoyed this. Um, other incantations, and the one I like best. So this is one you understand. You may have heard the little little trend that thinks uh, the little train that thinks that they go climb the hill. The little train. And when he's pulling out all everything, he said, "I think I can. I 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 think I can." I think it can, and he accomplishes goal. It goes back to Edison's quote, whether you think you can or you can't, it is true. I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. It's one of the, my favorite incantations when I'm running or physically. I can visualize that little train working so hard and knowing that, yes, it is possible I can accomplish the goal. And I have used it many times. I have used it to the point of hallucinations, and physical exhaustion after a seven-day movement of moving more than three to four tons of material, not once but several times, in order to save. This sounds really weird, but like a quarter of a million lives. They were warm lives, but yeah. Oh my gosh! I think I can. I think yeah, I can get another one. I can get another one. I can do 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 another one. So these very simple words, I think I, I'll do another one. I can do another one. I can do another one. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I speak true, speak true, speak true. And it all comes out to these ideas of, of allowing my will and the will of the universe to work together to create something to happen. And some incantations are habit. And some of them are created at the moment. And you can call them chants or mantras. I mean, there are all sorts of different ways. 
Um, they can be created by other people or you can create them yourself. Um, we are a circle within a circle. That's never ending and everlasting. We are a circle. I think that's a wonderful chant. It's a wonderful incantation. And recently, uh, Rick Humaris, um, I really found out the origins of it, and I found even a better version. It's on PeggySong.com. Look it up. We are a circle. And that it was actually an enchantment to cast a circle. And if you do it in the long form, which I'm hoping to get volunteers to do so, it goes from being an incantation to a small song to an entire ritual made up of incantations. Check it out, pagansong.com or .org. Uh, we are a circle. I want to see more of that. I want to see that type of energy. So that I like. So, so when we talk about spells, these are the simplest and basic spells you can use that the world will accept are real in the sense of we believe in positive thinking. We think in motivational terms. We think in terms of visualization. A lot of old magic, a lot of the magic of the 70s has now become so mainstream that it's no longer a question as magic, but as a process of consciousness. And that's what happens to magic. Magic only feels like magic when it's edgy. But when it's normalized, when it's brought into the mainstream, where most human beings see it as a part of their conscious universe and that they don't question its source, then we see the magic move out of it into the realms that we would call objective. Even if it's still pure magic, it is then seen as objective and eventually scientific objective. It's been the way of magic for a very long time. And so this idea of the incantation is motivational, incantation is brain training, incantation for flow, all really originated in the idea of allowing yourself to create something in your mind that you could do in the world. So I love the incantation as a primary spell. Now, there's a lot of poetry spells, and I've talked about rhymes, and I see those a little different because those have to tend to be memorized. Um, what I find the most incredible feat, and our first elder has done this, few other people have is the memorization of long-form ritual. Now, those types of spells, which really build energy, which really go tap into old energy, the Corellian Lustration is probably amongst the most powerful rituals set cast into the world. I would challenge, I would start to challenge you. You hear about Bohemian Grove, and you hear all about all these other groups. But the, the Corellian Lustration in public, they film and they share and they built it, is constantly digging deep and digging into such a powerful global love of ritual that the ritual of remembrance grows. Remember, the illustration is a circle of remembrance. Its duty is to help remember that which remembers lives. So the Corellian lustration is all about deepening the sense of what is remembered lives. That's a lot for a ritual. 
And now we have the global ritual. We're going to have it virtual this year and reaffirm it. There'll be several regional uh, illustrations in the fall to reaffirm it. And it is such a powerful set of rituals and it involves so many different types of magic. And magic, is, magic has been in other spaces and other places, right? That so we can continue to see it grow. We can see it mature. We can see it change. We can see it be practiced the same way and differently. The last time we performed it globally, I think we had 37, 38 people amongst eight countries, all sharing in a beautiful ritual. And if you want to say, well, what does that look like? You can go to CorellianLustration.com and probably see where all the rituals are. We've been filming them for years. We've been broadcasting them live for years. So this move into the virtual world has been natural. And that becomes from another source of where I think that spells come from. And that is the mystical and prophetic nature of the Corellian tradition. You can go back now, six generations, seven generations, and see these lovely, lovely leaders, these lovely people who, who lived a life, and all they really wanted to send forward was there's this age coming, and we are an influence in it, and we are purposeful in it, and we can teach them our thoughts, our magic, our ideas. We have a future in which our descendants will have say in the world. That was a powerful spell that continues to rock through the Corellian tradition. Prophetic beliefs, constant movement, practicing of magic, and one that continues to be expressed and sent forth into the world through not just illustration, but through all the schools and the training and through everything that that Lady Crystal and Lord Don broke into the world, but it was at the behest of generations of ancestors, especially the Corellian women who carried this message from basically deep inside the 1800s now into the 21st century. And their message is as relevant today as it will be 100 years from now. Live happy, magical lives. And that spell continues to unfold. For them, the answer is live happy, magical lives. And as we grow, we will be able to have more people live happy, magical lives. And as we live happy, magical lives, we'll be able to change the world around us to be a better world for us and for everyone who wants to share in that world with us, even as the world grows even more technological and even more amazing and more scary and more and more and more. The spell that keeps us bound as families, the spell that keeps us seeing into the future, the spell that keeps us acting in a smart, intelligent way, the spells that keep us focused and practical and efficient and anything else you want to think of, all about the sense of love and light and energy 
and this idea that we can create and envelope more and more knowledge, unlimited amounts of knowledge, and yet make them so that we're happy. Knowledge is not a curse. It's one of our five mystic secrets. It's a blessing. And knowledge beyond our death, our survival, and that which is remembered is as much a spell as anything. So deep down within, I believe, all of this Australian tradition, for me, my activity in it started out very young. And we don't say, I want to be a magical person. And I grew up and I was a magical person and I was weird and I was strange and eventually I found a home. And I also found then magic in spreading the word and I found ways to express my gratitude to magic. And I've cast massive spells. The world's largest spell. I did in 2000, it was called, and I handed out flyers for it. I had to deal with crystals and energy. And off we go. And today, I cast spells on a global level. So the last piece I will speak about is probably one of the areas where my magic is most rooted into the world and where I have shared um, more magic with others and others have shared their magic in, this, in the creation called the Crystal Web. The Crystal Web is a series of aligned crystals, psychically programmed, energetically Reiki, uh, energetically energy forms, energetically connected through various emotional and mental conditions to be tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of participants. Um, Some very hard gatekeepers, but a lot of participants a lot of energetic beings, a lot of energy gone into it, a lot of people living in debt have contributed to it, and they've been buried all over the world. They are also on altars, and they're in people's energy grids, and it's a very large, massive construct that started out with a simple thing. I wish. I wanted to know more people. I wanted to connect with more people. And we buried five crystals in a tree at Lincoln Park, at Lincoln Park, right near the zoo. And there's still the tree still there to this day. And it was a wish to connect with more people, to connect with all the people who kind of believed that I believed that I could help on 8888. Such a weird little day. And we buried these crystals. And the, and the basic wish was, with all my heart and soul, I wanted to connect with others like me. From that construction, the crystal web was born. Everywhere I planted the crystals, I want to connect. I want to connect. I want to connect energetically. And it's evolved since then to be in a massive uh, astral construct. I mean, if you want to see where it exists, it exists physically in the forms of more than a million crystals and crystal pieces and pieces that have been enchanted to it that surround entire cities, including... Uh, city of Chicago, where it was really born. Um, Salem, Massachusetts is probably the second largest covered area. Uh, the massive number of con- uh, crystal constructions in Jacksonville, Florida, that have been more recent. Um, we know that uh, Starwood, uh, Wisteria, Brushwood, Heartland, all those time clouds have laid down grids. People have laid down grids. 
We know that in thousands and thousands of homes around the world and hundreds of temples, um, everywhere the parliament's been, um, I added it to the crystals to, to it, uh, top of the Sears Tower, inside the beam, the cloud, whatever you want to call it. There's a lot of places this crystal web has gone, and other people have added to it and created onto it and built generators. And So now we have this group of literally tens of thousands of participants who have created access points since uh, 8888, and this is a magical construct that has helped all of us develop our magic and allowed us to travel more. Uh, Rihanna's wands were involved with it. She made wands contributed to the technology of it. My Mystic Gems makes, uh, can align, You has uh, jewelry that you can align to it. Thousands of people have built auxiliary grids, which are not directly connected to ours, but are complementary to it. There are people who have done so much, people who tap into it on a regular basis. And we use these to cast massive rituals. Every month, the piece, uh, um, the web weavers clear it, and the peace movement also does peace rituals with it. It has become a construct which represents our physicality, our astral existence, our serial energetic existence, and is enhanced by our cyber existence, our mental neurosphere that we are creating. So that is an amazing spell. It's the best spell I've ever cast is the crystal web and it continues to grow and continues to manifest and people can make it their own. And it, it is a wonderful, wonderful set of spells. So we start off from little incantations and wishes. You know, grow, grow, grow. When I put the crystal in the ground, I wish, I wish, I wish I am, I am, I am. I've done it so many times. I am capable of doing this. I am a great speaker. I am amazing. Invoke I am. Take that little incantation. I am in this power of our. I will speak true. I am. And from there, you can create spells that um, surround the world and does more amazing things. Right before... Um, the great COVID knockdown, we casted a spell that tore into the veil and allowed spirits to be more easily communicated on a global basis. And that was a highly coordinated spell amongst many participants over the years. So there are these deep spells, and I've been creating deep spells, and I've tapped in a few older ones. And then start with incantations, invocations, chants. So I can't even keep going back to it. So if you really want to get your magic better, practice your incantations. Believe in them. You want to be a better spellcaster? Say, I'm a better spellcaster. I can cast magic. I believe in magic. I believe, I believe, I believe. And as you do this, it may sound like a pie in the sky. It may sound like, oh, wait, magic that your universe and your environment will change around you. Invest the time to believe in yourself. I am magical. I am loved. I am. And if you can start with that and focus that, that is the heart and soul of will. I am the incantation that makes every other spell work like magic. 
It makes it possible to see a world in which the universe and the way it's connected is truly divine, truly miraculous, truly manifesting, truly abundant. So in thinking about all of this and the idea of spells and the long-term spells and the short-term spells, I see us being able to even create even more spell work. I think we've got more magic out here in the world than we can know what to do with. And so I think that as we move forward, I am begins this whole thing to become we are. So can your magic of I am become we are? We are the children of Gaia. We are. I am. We are. We are loved. We are magic. And the more I am's we can convert to we are's, the larger the global rituals grow. The more our reality becomes in part on that. And that which remembers lives. That which remembers is remembered lives. Remembered lives. Even that, and add that incantation, and you can see how spell work is a woven pieces of our reality, of our visualizations, and part of our consensual reality that we're creating together. There are going to be people who are going to tell you, is this true, is this not true? None of that has as much meaning as, am I happy? Does it serve me? And does it build towards our future? And that is at the heart of your magic when you're effective, practical, relevant, and useful. So thank you for listening with me today. That is Spells. And uh, you can hear also uh, Lady Stephanie, Lady Alyssa, and Lord Don who will be presenting as well on these sort of things here on Pegasus Tonight Radio. And it's com, And you can check us out in numerous ways. But enjoy it. So until next time, may you be blessed be.